Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. Hey, what's up, y'all? Do you know what today is? It's our 200th episode. 200. We bicentennial out here, man. Yeah. Thank you to everyone, everyone who's appeared on the podcast, tuned in, shared it with a friend. If you've attended an event, thank you. And of course, as always, big love to the home team. Thank you for helping me make this thing. To hundo. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, look, today I've got a special personal essay for you. Yes, just for you, from me. It's about how I'm always driving all around Northern California, constantly in pursuit of a deeper understanding of the culture of this region. And then one day while sitting in traffic, it all clicked. This is the culture right here on this freeway, gridlocked. Surrounded by hybrids and underbuckets with signs of the times all around us. I gotta let the people know. So, I'ma let y'all know. You can tell a lot about the state of society in this region by simply looking at California's freeways. And because of that, the freeways both fascinate me and they frighten me. They're the key to life out here and they're a death trap. On one hand, they allow folks quicker ways to get to work, home, the homie's house, or a happy place. A lot of us live on the freeways, myself included. The roads bend and curve around foothills and valleys that make up this immaculate piece of land. If you take the right road, it'll push you up to an elevation that will allow you to see the sun touching the earth in a whole new way. On a clear day, California's freeways provide brief glimpses of heaven. And at the same time, every single day, these freeways produce the most hellacious traffic for no reason. At that one spot where multiple lanes converge, sending one group of drivers to San Francisco and the others through Emeryville, it can take 15 minutes to drive a quarter mile. There's aggressive honking, animated hand gestures, and some cold eye contact. Some cars are going too slow, others too fast. And then when you finally get through it all, there's inevitably two people at the front of the line who act as if they've never merged before. On top of the possibility of sitting in traffic so long that your soul rots inside of your living flesh, there's a chance that being involved in an accident while driving on one of these freeways might actually take your life. In this state, around 4,000 drivers die in car accidents each year. State by state, adjusted for population, 
California's rate of drivers killed in car accidents is lower than most. But out here, nasty weather and DUIs, distracted driving and high-speed joyriding, those aren't the only hazards to avoid on the highways and byways. Unfortunately, it can get even more dangerous to drive in the Golden State. According to state reports, last year there were 274 shootings on California freeways, a drop from 349 the year prior. Shootings are attributed to a wide range of occurrences, from mistaken identity, to conflicts between rival factions, to road rage. Sadly, shootings on freeways aren't new, but during the height of the pandemic, there was a spike in freeway shootings, and California wasn't alone in that rise. Across the nation, confirmed reports of shootings have gone up more than 50% since 2019. In Northern California, a number of the shootings have been concentrated in the East Bay and have resulted in bystanders caught in the crossfire, including children. There's a certain way you have to move while you're on the highways and freeways in California. It's a culture unto itself. These roads don't just connect locations, they merge people of different ethnicities, religions, races, and economic backgrounds. Some folks drive wildly, covering both lanes. Some people drive conservatively, hands on 10 and 2, and not going a single mile per hour over the speed limit. Not everyone out here drives, and I know plenty of people who avoid the freeways. But if you're looking for a place to take an interesting sample size of life out here, the freeway is a microcosm of everything that's going on right now. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Last year, I drove all around Northern California, putting over 30,000 miles on my little Honda Hybrid. I call her Hot Chocolate, named after the popular 1970s and 80s British soul band, the one that made the song Sexy Thing, amongst other notable tracks. All that mileage was an effort to gain an understanding of the culture of this region. Working as a journalist, I go from studios to schools, radio stations to live events, constantly in traffic. Somewhere along the way, between the Sunol Grade and the MacArthur Maze, I realized that I was looking past the greatest example of what's going on in this part of the world, the freeway. We can start by looking at the signs. We've got these digital billboards notifying drivers that driving high is a DUI because we're clearly a state that enjoys its cannabis. 
all over this region, there are signs telling folks that certain freeways and highways are subject to flooding. That's the most modest way of saying, yo, we've got some archaic infrastructure and climate change is kicking our ass. On some freeways, there are signs asking drivers to be mindful of pedestrians. As the amount of unsheltered people living near underpasses increases, so do the amount of people I've seen walking on the shoulder or even across the freeway. Yeah, I'm very mindful. The signs of the time don't stop there. Look at the cars. The bumper stickers in Berkeley boasting leftist-leaning political perspectives. Trucks with Trump flags can be spotted from Folsom to Fresno. There's big cars with small Blue Life Matter decals. SUVs with skis overhead heading to Tahoe. There's Pacific Islander biker crews with palm trees etched on their leather vest. Lowrider squads in the slow lane, back to back to back. Sun glistening off candy paint and gold things. Cars with 49er flags on both sides as they ride. Man, look, the first time I saw a Las Vegas Raiders license play frame, I damn near lost my mind. All around the Bay Area, there are cars with broken windows, covered in translucent plastic or tape pieces of cardboard because of break-ins. It's heart shattering. And the sheer number of hybrids and electric vehicles in the South Bay is astounding. I often wonder who's on the other side of the camera as I stare at the self-driving cars when I get off the freeway in Frisco. Somewhere right now in the East Bay, there's a 2004 Nissan Altima with no license plates, breaking the sound barrier as they hit the HOV lane. The freeway shows us where our money goes. 18-wheelers drive in the second lane of 880. Big box trucks slow down traffic on the 5. I don't drive behind lumber trucks coming down Highway 50 because the movie Final Destination 2 scarred me as a teen. Sweet childhood memories come to mind as I point to a, a caravan of vehicles carrying miscellaneous pieces of amusement rides. The carnival is in town. There are constantly military vehicles headed to Travis Air Force Base and a fleet of police officers in Vacaville. So you gotta be mindful of the CHP speed traps. Tickets suck. The financial penalty for being in the carpool lane at the wrong time differs from county to county. And I still don't understand how the express lane on 680 works. So I just stay out of it. Between these tickets and tolls, how much money does the state make off of drivers? I wonder. As workers in orange vests and hard hats lay the pavement and new lines on the road, the freeways are growing even wider. What do these freeways say about the future of our region? I watch adjacent developments of cookie cutter housing situations on land that was once salt marsh and rolling hills and grassy valleys. We're sprawling further and further into the Delta and Central Valley. Who is this housing for? I sit in traffic listening to funk songs and podcasts, stand-up comedy and early 90s Southern gangster rap, asking myself philosophical questions. How much of the airborne pollution in this region comes from vehicles on the freeway? How many animals, turkeys, skunks, deer, and other wildlife are killed by cars every year? Is the love of my life in that Jetta that just cut me off? So many questions come from these freeways and so do answers about the world right now. The amount of shootings on the freeways shows us that we do indeed have a serious problem with access to guns in this country. The amount of people walking on the side of the road, carrying backpacks or pushing shopping carts, that's a clear sign that there are far too many unhoused people in this state. The biggest issues of our time, from class disparities to climate change, can be identified by simply looking at what's happening on the freeway. 
And it's been that way. When they constructed the interstate highway system in this country, you know, the one that decimated a number of working class, majority African-American communities while building the infrastructure that supported the droves of middle class, mostly white communities being replanted in the suburbs of this country. What did that say about America in the 1950s? Go even further back. It's not just freeways to show where our money is invested in, where our culture is headed. How we move, why we move, and the way we move has always been a clear window into our way of life. It not only shows the innovation and creativity, but the issues as well. So my question, as I sit in traffic in Emeryville, watching two people argue at that same old spot that pisses everyone off, if we can see the issues, why do we keep driving past them? This episode was written and recited by me, Pendarvis Harshaw. It was produced by Marisol Medina Cadena. Chris Hambrick is our editor. Christopher Beale is our sound designer and engineer. Cherie Bishop is the Right Nowish production intern. Additional support provided by Jen Chien, Katie Springer, Cesar Saldana, Or Dursun, and Holly Kernan. Right Nowish is a KQD production. Two hundred of them. Yeah. Let's do like 200 more. After a quick nap. Yeah. Peace. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.